traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, it Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everyone doing on this fantastic weekend? The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, how is everyone doing? Like I said, I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is The Geek Show. If this is your first time here, welcome. It's a show where we take a break from the politics, the yelling, the screaming, all of that. Push that aside. Let's talk about some fun things. Video games, movies, TV shows, pop culture, a little bit of everything is what you're going to get on this Geek Show. And we have a lot to get on The Geek Show today. We start the show off with, like we always do, news of the week. We'll talk about some of the latest headlines, uh, things in the digital world, in the pop culture world, a little bit of everything. Then we take a break and we come back. We'll go to the land of movies, and I'll talk about uh, reviews and uh, movie news that's been happening. Then we take a break, and we get back after that. We'll go into a deep dive. Normally, it's Corey's Tech Corner, where I talk about the latest technology news. But this time, I'm taking a deep dive into Warner Brothers, because Warner Brothers made a huge announcement last week. And I'm going to take a deep dive to show you and explain the really kind of unique and bizarre position that warner brothers is in then of course we end the show with the top five list of the week it's the five most important pieces of audio that i think you should be aware of we got trailers and we have one that involves uh, chicken i am not joking uh, fried chicken the movie you might have heard this already if you haven't oh you're gonna want to stay for this now before we get into the news a little housekeeping just a tiny little bit as always, The Geek Show is available on all podcast forms. Just look up The Geek Show. You'll be able to find it. There's a picture there. It says The Geek Show with Corey Wara. I try to post all the episodes uh, of that you're hearing currently on Monday on the podcast. Uh, and then, so here's how The Geek Show works the rest of the year. We have next week, New Geek Show. The week after that will be the last Geek Show of the year, and that is the, uh, the end of the year Geek Show, where I have four top five lists, including my favorite, the worst things about 2020. Then on January 2nd, it will be a replay of the Geek Show because I'm taking that whole week off on vacation. I don't know about you, but 2020 has beaten me up enough. I need a break. And then uh, I'll be back for season four of the Geek Show on January 9th. So stick around. But for right now, let's talk about uh, this guy. I sigh because I really hate this guy. I hate this guy and his brother because they are the... the uh, the epitome of what I hate about influencers, and that is Logan Paul. So Logan Paul is a very famous YouTuber. Uh, he started off in Vine, and uh, he is known, although his brother now more so than any is uh, really known for it, to being just bad human beings. Uh, and by bad, I mean he decided to film a dead body in a Japanese forest uh, that was known as the Suicide Forest, and he even made fun of it a little bit. And they try to profit off of just really disgusting things. Uh, his brother was recently uh, raided by the FBI, and there's still stories coming out about that. But Logan Paul has started, for some reason, a uh, career in boxing. He's been really getting into it. And hey, I'm not here to judge him on that. 
Good for him if he's found an outlet that he really likes. Uh, he is zero and one when it comes to boxing, but I am not joking when I say this. Uh, I had a feeling this was going to happen just because, uh, I feel like the money opportunity will be insane, but Logan Paul, a YouTuber, will have an exhibition match with Floyd Mayweather. I am not joking. A YouTuber is about to get the cream punched out of him by an official uh, boxer. And I don't know what's worse about this. First, I don't like Logan Paul. As I said earlier, influencers in general, I think, are poison. I don't understand their logic, and I don't understand why people watch it, because it's just poison. But there is something that makes me smile a little bit to watch him get the cream knocked out of him by Floyd Mayweather. But you might be saying, why the heck is a YouTuber fighting against a professional athlete? Well, it's because regardless if you like him or not, Logan Paul is huge when it comes to views, when it comes to money, and they are going to make a lot of money off of this. I would be even be curious. I'm not going to say this for sure. I don't think they've officially announced anything yet, but I would even say that Floyd Mayweather, this might be one of his more higher end paydays when it comes to boxing. And this is just going to be an exhibition match between a YouTuber. The early pricing right now is $25 and that applies to the first million sales. The price will rise from there on to $40 and then to $60 on December 29th, and then February 11th is $70. And this will all happen on February 20th. So if you want to watch a YouTuber who's kind of a jerk get the snot beat out of him, that might be the way to go. Next up, this is an interesting piece of technology news that I'm actually surprised when I read it that we haven't had this yet. But LG has partnered with a Swedish manufacturer where they are going to develop automatic sliding doors with built-in transparent OLED displays. I think that's interesting. If you don't know, OLED sub displays is kind of like what uh, the mirrors for uh, exercising are. It's basically a peer... Uh, uh, piece of glass but you will able to have uh, visuals on it it will be 100% see-through and I, I mean it makes sense uh, LG has been showing off its transparent displays for a little while now and it's just showing off that they are going to be moving forward with this they want to focus on uh, I think the biggest one is advertisements so imagine walking into a Kroger or a Walmart and it says hey you you want to buy Doritos are on sale I mean it might even get to the point almost like minority report where you walk up to Kroger and it's like hey Corey how you doing hey last time you bought Doritos it's on sale here you go and it might eventually get that personal but for right now it's just going to I think they're just going to test the market I think the real curious thing is when it comes to pricing because I know that uh, a lot of restaurants or not a lot of restaurants a lot of stores will want to do this because it's just another advertising opportunity but uh, I'll be curious to see if the cost will outweigh the price of actually getting it and how much money you'll get back in the long run so once uh, we might be seeing a very interesting change in the world of advertisements especially when it comes to in-store displays um, next up in the world of video gaming YouTube gaming has uh, had their best year ever with more than 100 billion hours watched Gaming content on YouTube doubled its viewership since 2018. And by the way, a quick sidebar. 
I, I went to school for marketing and film, and this is marketing lingo that I really hate. They are touting, YouTube is saying, hey guys, we are gaming content doubled in viewership since 2018. Well, that's great that you're going back two years, but what's it from 2019 to 2020? Because obviously, I can go back five years and say, oh, I had double the viewers that I did in 2000. Uh, 15 with the geek show i mean it's just marketing talk to make it sound cooler than it actually is but i think we all can agree that with 100 billion hours watched on youtube that is pretty insane i'll be curious if this will hold up after post pandemic because uh without a doubt a lot of people went to streaming when the first shutdown happened and uh, just during throughout the pod the the podcast throughout the uh pandemic itself what's also kind of insane is that the number one viewed video game watched on youtube by an incredibly large margin is minecraft minecraft is doing stinking good what are they doing it is amazing to me that this game i mean i was in high school when this game first came out maybe even before that and the fact that minecraft is still the number one viewed thing on youtube is really really insane i'll be curious to see if they break down the analytics and maybe there's just a heavy emphasis with kids watching that but that is really really insane uh next is roblox which is a series that i don't understand why it's popular uh and then followed by this game i've never heard of before called garena free fire it's a mobile battle royale game uh, and then after that, you have Grand Theft Auto Five, and then Fortnite. I think it's actually really surprising that Fortnite is in the number five when it comes to most viewed, because everybody touted that as the biggest thing ever. But uh, I was curious if there was going to be a point where, you know, I think with everything, uh, it, everything's kind of like a mountain, you know, uh, the hype, the hype, the hype, and then you reach the peak top. There's always a point where you start to slide down a little bit. I'll be curious to see if Fortnite will be able to bring it back up to the the mega popularity that it was or if it will continue to slide down a little bit so super super cool in the world of video gaming i think uh without a doubt out of all things during the pandemic uh streaming services are the big clear winner because they got a lot out of this uh during the pandemic not that i'm trying to downplay it at all i'm just saying that when it came to consumer habits uh, there was definitely a, a plus on uh, streaming services. And speaking of streaming services, I, I was just talking about last week that they announced uh, Discovery Channel Plus. And I'm like, okay, I think we finally have reached the point of no more streaming services. I think we have streaming services for everything. By the way, uh, soon we'll be having the Geek Show streaming service. I'm kidding, we won't. But... uh Fox News is apparently, uh, the rumors are that they're looking into expanding their streaming service. They have Fox News streaming service. I don't, is it America Plus? I don't remember what it's called. Uh, but they're looking to have a new branch, not associated with the Fox News group, but their own another streaming service that will be a weather f channel focused streaming service. So soon, I know you're going to have to pay $5 to watch weather channel shows. I, look, I'm, I'm not the age group of the Weather Channel. I know there are a lot of uh, dads out there that like to watch the Weather Channel. I don't know if it would have the enough content to really support itself on its own, especially when, 
like living in Peoria, I could just go to any local station and watch to see if there's interesting things in the world of uh, weather. I don't know if uh, I want to pay an entire subscription service, see information about local weather. I don't know. It's really, really weird. Uh, finally, before we hit the break, Microsoft has confirmed that the xCloud beta is coming to iOS and PC in spring 2021. If you don't know, Xbox has a fantastic connectivity together and what they're trying to do is have all of their video games be able to play through streaming streaming means it just connects the internet it doesn't matter what graphics card you have you will play the video game over the internet and what's really cool and very interesting about all of this is that when it comes to ios and pcs imagine this let's say you have the new xbox one x right you're playing in your living room Uh uh-oh the wife or the kids come in "Ah, i want to watch a movie i want to watch a show and you're like uh but i'm right in the middle of something well now you can just turn off your xbox Flip on your iOS device, your phone, your uh, tablet, your computer, your laptop, and you will be able to resume exactly from that point and play anywhere you want, as long as you have a subscription service, another subscription service. But uh, I think it's really cool. I I know that I'll be talking about this more at the end of the Geek Show, uh, the last Geek Show of the year when I do the things that will be... uh, talking about in the year 2021 but connectivity is going to be one of the bigger things because everything is going to start getting connected and i think the pandemic if anything helped push that on mega speed so with that you guys we're going to take a break we get back let's talk about the world of movies this is the geek show on 1470 and 100.3 wmbd to the geek show i'm your host Corey wara now this is where we talk about movie news the interesting things happening in casting in movies in general now normally i would start with the big story of the week which is warner brothers and their huge changing announcement last week but instead we're going to wait till the next segment and i'm going to do a huge breakdown so you understand the very unique position that warner brothers is in for good or bad i don't know but they are in a position of their own making right now but for right now let's get into some interesting movie news of the week and this one is really cool as of right now and i recorded this a couple days before this airs on on air because i have to record during the week uh but as of right now and it might have changed i don't think it's planning on changing yet i think it's waiting until after christmas you can go to youtube.com and peacock which is the streaming service by nbc aka the worst named title for a streaming service and you can now watch 22 james bond films for free you will have to watch with average advertisements but the fact that you can watch all of the movies for free is really cool if also if you are a youtube red user which means you don't get commercials or anything for youtube you can watch them all for free with no uh commercials so super super cool so if you are a fan of the james bond series you can watch them there obviously 22 is not all of them you will have to rent the newest ones being skyfall and specter if you want to uh complete your collection but really really cool i'll be very curious to see no just rumors right now on where we are with the next james bond movie uh rumors are that it was going to come out in April of 2021, which would be an entire year and a month or so uh, when they were originally going to release it. But now we're kind of in limbo because of the whole COVID situation. Um, this one's really cool and what I hope will be good because if there's one thing the world needs, it's a video game movie that's actually good. It has been very, very rare if we've even had a successful video game movie 
But this one gives me hope because star Oscar Isaac, who you will know him as Poe Dameron from uh, Star Wars, is signed on to play a solid snake in the Metal Gear Solid movie. Now, if you're a gamer, especially from the 90s, you are very familiar with Metal Gear Solid. It's one of the a lot of what people say is one of the best video games of all time. You're a secret agent. It's like James Bond, but more crazy and uh, some really, really cool things. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, super cool. They've been working on this movie for a while, and I just really hope it's good. We need a good video game movie. I don't know why it's so hard to make a good video game movie. I'm looking at you, Doom. I'm looking at you, Assassin's Creed. I know we're going to have an animated Mario movie here soon, but I think the closest thing we've had to a good video game movie, if you want to call it a video game movie, is uh, Wreck-It Ralph. That was a fantastic movie, and the sequel was even just as good. Next up in the world of movies, this one, I have to be honest, is making me very excited. Uh, we had, a, I think it was a year or two ago, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which was an animated film that was really, really good. I highly recommend it. It's great for kids. It's great for everyone. And it introduced the concept of the multiverse, where there are multiple universes with different Spider-Men, and they all came together to save each other. Well, Spider-Man 3, which is going to be the new Spider-Man film, seems to be opening the door to brand new crazy possibilities for the world of Spider-Man. This will be a continuation of the Tom Holland films, and they announced this week that the following people are now going to be in Spider-Man 3. Uh, Alfred Malona, who played Dr. Octavius in Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire, he's going to be in the film as Doc Ock. Tobey Maguire is going to be in this movie as Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield is going to be in this movie as Spider-Man, and Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro. On top of all of that, Kirsten Dunst is coming back to reprise her role as Mary Jane, and there are also rumors that Emma Stone is going to return as her character as well. Also, just today they announced that uh, Daredevil, the actor who played Daredevil in the Netflix series, is also making an appearance, and this is making me excited because I love the possibilities of this. When they open the door to the multiverse, which it sounds like they're doing, I think the real first test into that is going to be the um, upcoming uh, Doctor Strange film, but this just opens the possibility of thousands upon thousands of different versions of superheroes, and that kind of has me excited because, uh, I don't know about you, but all of the Disney movies that do superhero movies have all been kind of the same, and I kind of like the idea of going out and trying different things. Like, let's have a, there's a zombie comic book series. Let's have a superhero zombie movie. I think that would be really cool. Let's have a, uh, there's a, a multiverse where Loki is a female, and she's a villain, and let's let's try that. Let's try different things. I just really like this concept, and I'm personally, uh, besides the Joker, my sick my second favorite villain of all time is dr octopus and i am so stinking happy that this guy is returning to play that role because he was one of the best villains of all time in my opinion but i'll be very curious to see how they're going to handle the multiverse and how the heck they're going to handle all of these different actors and all of these different villains and spider-men for these movies but I am super, super excited for that. And finally, uh, you might have gotten an email if you have kids, but Netflix is releasing a app that or a new tool called the Kids Activity Report, and it's a breakdown of data on what type of programming your kids are spending the most time watching, who their favorite character is, and recommendations for shows based on their interest and other shows that they watch. I think it's really cool. It's just another way that uh, parents don't have to keep up to date with what 
each show that their kids are watching and know all about it. It will include different activities, a joke of the day. You can print off coloring pages based on Netflix characters so that your kids can color on them. And you even have questions that you can ask your kids about the show. I think that's cool, but I think the other eye-opening thing is they have all this information of what your kids are watching, and it makes you wonder what they're doing with that information. Tinfoil hat. Before we hit the break, I have to tell you about our sponsor, Warp Drive Toys. They've been serving Central Illinois for all your toy and collectible needs. They focus a lot in the world of sci-fi, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Forces of Valor, and many, many more. And they do have both older stuff and newer stuff, so it's a great place to go. And speaking of newer stuff, their Facebook page is constantly updated with their latest products, but... They have it available for pre-order. I think one of the rarest, not rarest, but one of the more hard-to-get items is going to be the Mandalorian Nerf gun. This thing looks stinking awesome. So, Warp Drive Toys on 206 North Main Street in Crevecourt, Illinois. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey. Aura, how is everyone doing? Okay, we have to talk about the big shakeup that happened last week with Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, one of the biggest movie theater uh, publishers, announced something incredibly shocking. They said, hey, internet world, starting in 2021, all of our movies that are released that year will release not only in movie theaters, but also on HBO Max, which is a streaming service. And that shook up the industry. So here's the basic guidelines from Warner Brothers, then we'll talk about both sides of the argument. So Warner Brothers says, look, we have an issue with the pandemic. We don't know what next year is going to do. We need to start making money because we wasted a lot of money marketing and not playing movies this year. So we need to start doing that. We have a streaming service. Why not use that in conjunction with movie theaters to help profit us and to help profit the industry? And they said, look, these are the rules. Uh, 2021 movies that include like The Matrix for The Suicide Squad and even the prequel to The Sopranos movie that they're making. And... Uh, they said, but look, here's the rules. Uh, first, it will be just for the year 2021. After that, we will go back, hopefully, to our regular uh, scheduled movie theater release. Uh, number two, it will be released in theaters and HBO Max, but you have to be an HBO Max subscriber. You can't try to cop the system by signing up for a two-week free trial. Uh, and rule number three is that the movies will only be available on streaming uh, for 30 days. After 30 days, it will go away and you'll have to wait till it is released digitally or uh, via blu-ray and uh, dvd and all of that kind of like what they regularly do so there are two sides of this story uh when they announced it on friday the the side with the fans threw their hands up in the air and said this is awesome this is the future of movies thank you warner brothers they're going to release blockbuster films that you can watch from your home from your couch the day it's released via HBO Max, the streaming service, which is on, I, I think, uh, $15 a month, maybe even a little less. But the big shakeup is this. You have uh, the movie theater industry that is PO'd on a level I can't even explain. And you have people who make the film that are really upset. So Warner Brothers is kind of in a weird uh, rock and a hard place right now. I'll explain that in a second. But for right now, let's talk about the industry. The movie theater industry, AMC Theater's stock dropped, IMAX theaters and their stock dropped with this announcement 
announcement, and they are PO'd. The, uh, the CEO of AMC Theaters came out and wrote a scathing letter to Warner Brothers slamming them and pretty much saying that you single-handedly will be destroying the industry as we know it. Uh, they obviously, AMC, is having issues with money. I keep talking about it every week because it's something we need to be aware of. AMC Theaters is like, look, we're the number one movie theater chain in the country, and if we drop, everyone's going to drop, and it's not going to be good. Then you have people behind the scenes. Uh, Christopher Nolan, who has to be one of the biggest directors of all time right now, uh, films like uh, the, this year's Tenet, but also you have Inception, Inner Sedeller, uh, The Dark Knight movie, movies. Uh, he came out and wrote a letter and he said this, some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed the night before thinking that they were working for one of the greatest movie studios of all time, only to wake up and find out they were working for one of the worst streaming services of all time. Ouch. He went on to say Warner Brothers has an, had an incredible machine for getting filmmakers' work out there, both in theaters and in the home, and they are dismantling it as we speak. They don't even understand that they're losing. Their decision makes no economic sense, and even the most casual Wall Street investor can see the difference between disruption and dysfunction. That was a scathing, scathing review from uh, Christopher Nolan. Also, many of the directors for these movies that they announced, like Suicide Squad, um, there's that movie from the Hamilton creator, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, In the Heights. Uh, a lot of them have come out and said, hey, we had no idea this was coming, and we're not exactly thrilled by this. Um, Warner Brothers is not only a company that makes their own movies, but they also publish movies. There's one company called Miramax, I believe it's Miramax. Uh, they have two movies that Warner Brothers is releasing next year. One including Dune, which is one of the biggest sci-fi uh, books of all time that everyone loves, and they're potentially going to sue Warner Brothers for this, saying, hey, don't throw our movies into this, we don't want to be a part of that. So, Warner Brothers is in a mess. Many in Hollywood think that that Warner Brothers opted for this move to play for Wall Street and their obsession with streaming services right now. Without a doubt, streaming services are a hot commodity right now with Disney Plus, and obviously because of this pandemic, that just kind of uh, really pushed it. I mean, we're to the point now where we have a Discovery Channel Plus subscription service coming out soon. I mean, we are streaming hot right now. And uh, they claim that uh, they want to redo their botched launch of HBO Max, which was netted a dismal 8.6 million activated subscribers so far. And uh, I totally get that. But they also say that the CEO of AT&T, which owns Warner Media and Warner Media CEO, uh, don't understand the movie business and they don't understand talent relations. So here's the, the long story short. Here's the thing. 2021, as of this recording, which I recorded earlier in the week, uh, this is what's happening right now. Warner Brothers is going to release all of their movies in 2021, both in theaters and in streaming service. The big test is going to be uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, the new one, comes out on on Christmas morning, and you'll be able to watch for 30 days via HBO Max. Will this get more people to watch their streaming service? Yes. I mean, I know a lot of people who signed up the day Warner Brothers announced this, but 
here's the the rock and the hard place that Warner Brothers in. They announced it without telling anyone. So on one side, you have the movie industry and the movie theater industry, and they are both PO'd at Warner Brothers saying, what the heck are you doing? Take this back right now. We're going to sue. Uh, we're going to do everything we can to stop this because obviously there are not only uh, money implications, but the big one money-wise being that some contracts with actors and directors have it where if you make so much money in the box office, hey, you get a piece of that. But if it's via streaming, uh, will that disappear? I don't know. They're basically, in my opinion, saying that, hey, streaming's going to kill us and that they are worried about it because they don't think movie theaters can sustain themselves. But then the other side is Warner Brothers made a lot of people happy. And if it's one thing we've learned about the movie industry, at least with Disney, is that uh, you don't want to... Uh, tick off the fans and when you are a company and you just announced that all of your movies brand new blockbuster films will be released digitally and then come out and say uh, actually we're taking that back you're going to get a lot of hate a lot a lot of hate online and i don't know if they want to risk that so that's kind of the the place that warner brothers is in right now obviously they need to make money this pandemic has obliterated the movie industry in not a good way it's killing not only movie theaters but also making movies because there are a lot of people that make movies you have to understand that it's not just the the hollywood elites that everyone likes to throw out there with the buzzwords uh there are a lot of people behind the scenes and there are a lot of people that work at movie theaters i of course always talk about how i love the idea of streaming at home but i never wanted to that to kill movie theaters i think it's an ever-evolving thing but we just need to be aware of it and warner brothers is taking a huge chance out of all of this by really shaking things up it might be like christopher nolan says that it might be more dysfunction than trying something new so we'll have to wait and see on that one uh if i was to place bets uh i'm gonna do something crazy and bet this that uh Warner Brothers will continue with this, but my theory, uh, not conspiracy theory, but just my idea is that um, Disney, which owns, I think, 60, maybe a little more than 60% of the film market, will start creating, after the pandemic is over, uh, Disney-branded movie theaters. And with that, they will gain control of not only the movie industry, but uh, theater industry. And that will change up the industry as we know it. If we have a company that makes films... Also distributing the films via movie theaters, they're going to put an emphasis on their stuff and less emphasis on everyone else. So we'll have to wait and see. Like I said, this is an ever-changing story, and who knows, uh, by the time uh, this happens, uh, I, the story could have changed by now. But as of right now, the story is this. Warner Brothers is going to release all of their movies in 2021, both on streaming and in movie theaters. For better or worse... It's going to be very, very interesting to see where we continue on to go with this industry and with movies in general. Before we hit the break, I have to tell you about Warp Drive Toys. They've been serving Central Illinois for all your toy and collectible needs. They're located on 206 North Main Street in Creevecourt, Illinois. And here's the best thing and what I really love about this place is buying stuff online is kind of a gamble because you never really know. You can't feel and see the actual product before you buy it. 
I one time bought what I thought was a cool replica gun from a video game, and it came and it was like a fourth of what the size was that I thought it was going to be. This place, Warp Drive Toys, you're able to actually try on the product, like if it's a helmet, and feel and make sure that you'll be happy with your purchase. So definitely go to them for all your collectible needs. Warp Drive Toys, 206 North Main Street in Creevecourt, Illinois. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And we gotta move a little fast here because the last segment I talked a little too much, but this is my favorite segment of the show. It's the top five lists of the week where we talk about the five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of. I have, let's see here, one, two, three, four, no, three trailers, a viral video, and just something really cool that happens every year. And in all honesty, I look forward to it. So let's get straight into it with number five. Number five goes to a trailer. And I have to be honest, I'm just a tad bit biased because I love movies based off of real events. And this one is a very interesting trailer that I don't think it will be a big successful movie, but I think it will be a good movie. Maybe it'll get a couple awards here and there. This is the trailer for The Manchurian, and it is about uh, these lawyers who are going to represent uh, who the U.S. arrested claiming to be one of the heads that led to Al-Qaeda uh, going into 9-11 and hitting the Twin Towers. This is the Manchurian. I'm Nancy Hollander. This is my associate. We wish to represent you. We are seeking the death penalty. But if we miss something, this guy goes home. Let's get to it. Call this number. Speak to my mother. Tell her, I don't know, something nice. The U.S. government is holding upwards of 700 prisoners Guantanamo. Since when did we start locking people up without a trial in this country? That's a lot of case files. Yeah, so regardless on where you are on the political side of things, I love movies that are based off real events and showcase things in a different light. Uh, if anything, I think this will go hand in hand with one of my favorite movies from 2019 called The Report, which you can watch on HBO Prime. And it was about uh, the kind of after all of that but there was a report that came out during the obama administration that showed that the obama administration was kind of hiding some of the things that they did uh to their prisoners and it was all about trying to bring that out and showing how it was brought out to all of us and i think it was a really fascinating look what i really liked about the movie the report was that it didn't take sides politically it basically said everybody messed up royally on this one and i hope that this movie continues to do the same i think it'll be very interesting to to see how this movie does it has jodie foster in it and she's pretty awesome so that's the manchurian and it's coming out next year number four Number four. Okay, number four goes to a trailer that says a legend returns. Now, maybe this person is a legend for all of you, but I've only seen this like maybe two or three times in my life, and it was just in flipping channels through TV. I think I've watched one whole movie of it, but this is the trailer for the very excellent Mr. Dundee. I don't really like snakes. I don't like them either. Please, Mr. Dundee. I'm not really Crocodile Dundee, you know. It's the character I play in the movies. He'll have that thing on the barbecue tonight. <laughs> Oops. I have news. The Queen of England wants to bestow you with a knighthood. What for? You're at the most successful independent film in history. I'm just going to say one word. Hoax. I was uh, nominated for an Academy Award once. Couldn't have been acting. No offense. 
Yeah, so obviously Crocodile Dundee is, uh, this says it's a legend. I don't know. I, I knew of him and I made fun of the voice like everybody does. But, uh, for me growing up, it was always the, uh, the animal guy. I can't remember his name. Oh my gosh. The, that was the big Australian. But I know a lot of people hold high regards for this. And this trailer looked fun. Uh, at times it looked hilarious. Other times it looked, uh, kind of uh, potentially bad, but I'm hoping for good things. And that is the excellent Mr. Dundee. You can look it up online to see the full trailer. It is coming out to theaters and to digital release on December 11th. Number three. Number three. Number three goes to something that I look forward to every year because they started doing this four years ago and every year they just keep adding on to it. And this is a fantastic thing because they interviewed Billie Eilish and they talked to her four years ago. And every year since, always in December, they release a new interview with her and they look back at all of the previous answers that she gave. And it started off when she wasn't a big success yet. And then now she's this mega star. So it's a really fascinating look on how people, especially in the music industry, can evolve throughout the years. It's really, really cool. I'll just play a little clip of it here. My name is Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. My name is Billie Eilish. This is getting out of hand. I am Billie Eilish. Yeah, this is a fantastic interview and just something really cool to see, especially in the world of art. Uh, just the evolution of how you change after four years. You go through a lot. Uh, a lot of changes can happen in four years and just kind of seeing how an artist uh, answers change throughout life as you become more popular. Really cool. I hope they continue doing this forever because it's really cool. You can look it up on YouTube. It's about 20 minutes long. So sit in. It's really, really cool. Number two. Number two. Okay, well, everyone was talking about the big opening for Saturday Night Live. There was something even awesome, and that's coming from a 90s kid. There was a digital short-esque type thing for SNL called Stew, and it was uh, about a guy singing about his PlayStation. And I'll tell you why I love it after I play this clip. Dear Santa Claus, please bring me a PS5. I tried to find one at Walmart, ran around the shop mall like Paul Blart, tried to find one for sale, but the thing is that they're all out. Yo, I even went to a GameStop, and then I was like... Like, oh wait, stop! Santa Claus can make one. The man got his own workshop. I know you probably hear this every day, but you got a cool hat. I love that movie you did with Will Ferrell, man. Elf was fat. Anyways, I love the things you do. Don't forget, bring my gift. Truly yours, I believe in you. This is Stu. Yeah, so that was Stu. You can watch it on SNL. Just look it up on YouTube. But why I really like it is because it is a take on Eminem and one of his famous songs. And I just love the whole thing about it. And I love the uh, visually it was great. The song is great. But I also love just the fact that we're all still fighting over the PS5. Sidebar, I finally got my hands on a PlayStation 5 after very very long time staying online and hitting that refresh button about a thousand times but i understand uh, his pain and you know what maybe santa can help make some ps5s for us here's number one number one okay number one this is one of the reasons why i wanted to move fast because i'm going to try to play the whole trailer here this is a uh trailer for a mini movie that is coming to the lifetime channel move channel lifetime channel on sunday and i'm just gonna play it then we'll talk about it a lifetime original mini movie you don't answer my proposal and now you're not answering my call i think i'm falling for the new chef jessica is fine 
falling for Harlan. The cook? Leave Jessica alone and skip town. He has a secret recipe that's going to change the world. Harlan claims to have some secret recipe. A secret recipe? <laughs> Spare me. We all have our secrets. If you marry my daughter, I promise there'll be more long weekends in your future. Mom, I have to tell you something. We have a problem. Secrets out, chicken man. I'll take care of this. Ruining everything! Just kill him already! Who the hell are you? Harlan Sanders, the new chef. Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders in a recipe for seduction. Premieres December 13th at noon, only on Lifetime. Presented by Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes, that is the Lifetime Channel original movie, Recipe for Seduction, in which the uh, main character falls in love with Colonel Sanders himself, and it's a love movie. I think it's hilarious. I think it's awesome. You know, in this world of COVID, we need lighthearted, funny stuff like this. And you know what? Sure, let's end the year on a Lifetime Channel original movie about falling in love with Colonel Sanders. Why not? It's 2020. And with that, that is The Geek Show. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Go do something good, do something great. And as always, I try to leave on a positive note. I hope you all know that we're all here in this community locally with Peoria, but also in the geek community. We're watching each other's back. So keep an eye out if anyone's feeling down or sad. Know that there's help out there and you're never alone in this geek world. We all love the things that we do. And it doesn't matter what you love. We're all geeks for something and we just need to spread that love to everyone. Have a fantastic weekend. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.